Welcome to Craft Comics. My name is Jared Moore, and joining me today is Dan McHugh. What's up? Today is February 12th, 2019. 12th. <laughs> uh, we've got a big old stack of comics. Dan brought some beers. Sure did. Shit, I fucked the intro up again. <laughs> We're gonna have some fun. We're gonna have some fun. Dan! Jerry! We're back! We sure are. Yeah, this is... Week number two of our published episodes. Yeah, how does it feel being on the cyber waves? It's it's pretty wild. You know, we've gotten a lot of fan mail. Yeah, a lot of fan mail. We're just... Actually, our inboxes are full. Yeah. They are overflowing. Um, Lisa Moses told me that uh, despite what she thought... I actually have a good radio voice, so I'm not there sure what that go. was. It's an underhanded compliment, so yep. shout-outs to Lisa Moses. Yep, and uh, shout-outs to no one who said anything to me about No one said podcast. anything? Well, apparently, so. you do not have a radio voice. So. Yeah, I guess. I gotta, I gotta get, like, I gotta get some low tone. And yeah. I gotta get, I just gotta get in here and maybe yep. put some, like, a little bit of, a little bit of gruff. A little bit of bass on some that. gravel, some Tom Waits. Yeah, some Tom Waits. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would be great. I want you to, I want you to jam some marbles in your mouth <laughs> and talk through them the entire episode. <laughs> and gargle them until I sound like Tom Waits. Yes. Or die. Dan, do you want to shout out to anyone who's been supportive of you throughout these times? No one has ever supported <laughs> no. me in my entire life. Well, so. I'm going to give a big shout out to Savannah. Wow. My beautiful girlfriend who is letting me run this dumbass podcast from our basement. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty nice. Yeah, and sometimes she even gives us food to eat and popcorn. Every week she gives yeah. us popcorn and yeah. food to eat. It's a big shout outs. Thank you. Yeah, shout outs to Savs. Um, this is Craft Comics episode two, the weekly comic book podcast that everybody needs in their lives. We drink beers, Dan brings them, we talk about them. And then we also talk about some some comic books. We do. We talk about comic books as well. We review comic books that came out last week. I never remember what day of the week it is, but it was last Wednesday. Uh, Dan, before we talk about any of that, do you want to tell me about what you've been up to? You know, I think I will. What oh, have good. I been up to? Thank God. Um, I've been playing some Zolda. Started uh, season two of The Punisher okay. on netflix soon to be canceled soon to be canceled yeah i was gonna say <laughs> as good everyone joke. as yeah as as the internet knows um but yeah it's pretty good so far i hear it like takes a big dump like three quarters of the way through the season as all netflix marvel yeah as is tradition do, right? yeah. as is tradition they're like oh shit it's been really good so far we have to fuck it up we have somehow. to fuck it up let's uh kill off the major villain or like move on yeah. to some what were the the ninja folk called the, the hand the hand yeah let, let's focus more on the hand yeah definitely. that's really what we need take the good script throw it in the garbage and put the hand wow what happened <laughs> are you gonna make oh my god Throw it's those like pecans that I ate. The pecans, something. Those are the the lemon covered almonds. Yeah, whatever. The, look it, at you. Look at your little bloom on the thing. Your that's stuff it. is poisoning me. That's 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 actually yes. That's my goal. I'm poisoning you. The with food that I stole from you is poisoning me. Do you have anything else to um, say, or do you just want to cough into the microphone anymore? Uh, I think I'm about I'm about cool. done. I haven't really done much this week. I guess you've been playing that new meme game that I hate. Oh yeah, Apex Legends. Everyone's everyone's favorite new battle royale. Yep. Except for lonely Jerry Moore, stuck I'm playing Fortnite with all the twelve-year-olds. Yeah, I'm gonna be sitting here with my Fortnite. You can't even build. How do how do I defend myself if, if I, I can't, can't construct build. a box yeah. around my character? Yeah. There's no dances. There's no dances. How, yet. how are you gonna fucking dance? Yet, my my friend. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a good point. Yep. 
You make some strong points. I know. Good arguments. What about you? What's been uh, what's been the haps? I've been playing Resident Evil a lot. Yeah. I'm not playing two, Fort the remaster. Two and seven. And I've been seven. juggling the, the juggling them both. Um, Just deep in that lore. I have not been playing Fortnite with my friends because you all fucking left me. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I I always hated Fortnite. I was not sad. To... That's true. You you didn't you didn't leave me. You played with me like yeah. three times. Yeah, I did. But all the people I actually care about left me. Exactly. Yeah, it's like sucks. Phil. Really, yeah. just Phil. Phil, Thomas, Jason. Yeah, I guess that's true. Adam, Adam left too. Who? Normalisk. You oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Even he left. Fucker. I know. It's like literally <laughs> my friend. <laughs> so it's it's sad. Uh, um yeah so mostly resident evil uh two and seven watched some great british bake-off bought nice. a suit for thomas's wedding oh yeah Looked pretty dapper nice it's coming in the mail i tried it on they didn't have the pants in my size and the color i wanted mm. it's i know it's black tie optional but i got a blue suit yeah, yeah. i also have a blue suit uh-oh so fuck so we what color is wear... your what color is your bow tie? Uh, <laughs> you knew I was gonna wear a bow tie. Oh, absolutely. Um, I don't know yet. I'll I'll figure it out. If you do bright red, I will literally kill you. Okay, bright red it is. <laughs> spoilers, spoilers, spoilers for Thomas and Cassie's wedding. Yeah, no, but this uh, this is gonna be your spoiler warning. I'm gonna pop up my script here because if I don't, I'm gonna fuck this order up. Hello? Yes. No. Actually, we're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. Spoiler warning. Ah, oh, fuck. No, we're not doing it, Dan. <laughs> so I mean, half of this podcast is beer. Half of this podcast is comics. Though really, Most it's more of, like yeah, eighty twenty, right. ninety ten. Most of this podcast is nonsense. Yes. Um, but yes. we're gonna actually stick to some kind of structure here. Dan, you brought us some beers this week. Yeah, I did. I found a Hefeweizen in the wild in the winter. Yeah, in the winter. Wow. Though, yeah, the reason is. You think I found this at a liquor store? No way. No liquor store mm-hmm. in Wisconsin serves mm-hmm. Hefeweizens ever, mm-hmm. let alone in the winter. No. It's IPAs, sours, or imperial fucking bourbon stouts. You know what I like to do sometimes is go to like a like a like a like a beer liquor store and ask the person for a beer that isn't one of those and just watch <laughs> and their just brain watch short their circuit. Face. Like, uh, uh, it's not an IPA. You mean you want beer? <laughs> But you don't want an IPA or an Imperial Stout. It's, so it's it's not an IPA. It's a stout then. You're like, no. No. So it's a sour. So it's a sour. No. No. Just <laughs> crash that stuff. Dan, how about you tell me about this beer? Okay, so this is from Mobcraft. You. And, What's uh, Mobcraft? Mobcraft is a brewery that used to be in Madison. Okay. Left from Milwaukee, which yeah. I'm kind of salty about. Would you say you're sour about it? Oh, <laughs> oh look at these jokes. Look at him go. Yeah. One week on the internets, and look at this man pulling out podcast it. puns like he's look a at all these pro. jokes. Um, but no, so yeah, Mobcraft. What their their thing is? Their hook is that they are a uh, I don't know if crowdsourced is the right word. I think it might be because okay. um, basically they run a website each month. People send in recipe submissions. Okay, uh, that's got fun. For oh, beers. Mobcraft. I get and it. Then, it's the mob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mob man- mentality. Sure. Um, and then the, everyone votes on it on their website. Ah. Uh, so the people pick the beer, and the recipe with the most pre-orders wins. Um, this and is, then this is beer by the people and for the people. Exactly. So yeah, it's kind of cool, and uh, it used to be really convenient for me personally because I could just. You know, drive over, I would reserve, like, a four-pack of this beer on the internet, and then I'd just go get it at, like, their drop-off stuff. But since they moved to Milwaukee, it's been a fucking nightmare, because apparently they were trying to do, like, 
pop-ups in Madison and okay. like the liquor license shit has just not been going for them and I'm they sure. finally made it to Madison after having to cancel like three times and when they did it was like during the ice storm and their van <laughs> broke down and oh. <laughs> like half of the beer they were supposed to bring didn't make it Aye. but all the beer that I ordered made it and that's what that's all matters. that matters yeah. yep. yep so I got this it's a monkey berry hefeweizen is what it's called what is all a that, what is a monkey berry it's not a real thing all it means oh. is that it's a combination of hefeweizen with bananas and strawberries okay I'm on board yeah because so, Hefeweizens, do you want to talk about a little bit about what a Hefeweizen is and sure. kind of the flavors and what makes it unique? I will, because as a, because I, I don't know, I'm still not confident that this will be a great Hefeweizen. I do think it'll be tasty. For some reason, people can't make Hefeweizens, Jarrett. And I think the reason is like a Hefeweizen, it's mostly uh, wheat in it. Um, the majority of like the grains used is wheat are wheat and uh is wheat (laughs) and um it's the flavor profile is usually from like the yeast ester so you may like you get a yeast strain that contribute a lot of different flavors to it and for some reason i don't know it seems like breweries in america or maybe just wisconsin are like not able to really replicate those flavors very well yeah because like you need some different temperature controlled conditions and blah, blah 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 but basically it ends up tasting like bananas and cloves usually if uh the yeast character gives the beer what it should right the yeast kicks out these esters and they only do it at certain temperatures and under certain situations right yeah and i also have a feeling that there's something to do with the fact that i think esters break down pretty quickly if in like their liquid state and so Mm. like i think when you bottle up a hefeweizen you know you ever notice that the best hefts you have are from a tap Mm, so you're saying like if you bottle it and age it it might lose it yeah it's just gonna you bottle it and you store it you distribute it in the that process itself you yeah, know what I that mean? could be could, could contribute to the fact that you just don't get that same like yeah. pillowy, doughy, yeah. juicy deliciousness that you get when it's like the middle of summer. Yeah. You're at like a fucking beer garden that makes their own half of bison. They're just called half of bison. It doesn't have yep. a name or anything yep. like yep. that, and it's just poured out. It's so good. Yeah, it's true. Plus, like yeast strains are very particular about what environments they can live in. So it's. I, I don't know. Maybe the reason we can't get good half of bisons in Wisconsin for the most part are because like the yeast strains can't exist here who knows i'm actually telling you right right off the bat this thing smells delicious excellent so why don't you pour it in i'm going to talk about how it's looking and i'm gonna try and get mine open so to me a good hefeweizen should be cloudy you shouldn't be able to see through it right because you want it to almost feel like pillowy in my mind and something that yeah a little like thicker mouth doughy Yeah, yeah yeah something doughy and like to my in my brain like Oh, that something, actually filled up your giant mug pretty it did. well. Yeah, something clear is crisp, and something cloudy is gonna be kind of yeah, kind of kind of pillowy and good. But this smells, it smells, eh, it smells right-ish. It doesn't ah, we'll see. I'm gonna take a taste. I'm gonna take a sip. It smells a lot like the strawberries in there for me. What do you think? It ain't a half, but it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. What God, man! It's what it's, we were. It's so hard. It's exactly what I was. Say, what we were saying, you know yep. what I mean? Because it yep. does, the the yeast character is gone. Yeah, you so just it's get like, juicy. So then it's just like pretty much just like wheat without the heavy yeasts, which is kind of unfortunate. But yeah, for me, I mostly just get strawberry. I'm being yeah, me too. Honest with you, yeah, um, which isn't bad. It's, it's not bad. It's good. It's a summery beer, which I appreciate yeah. in the dead of winter. You know. Yeah, it's a little like tart. Yeah, I, know, I think it's the strawberries, right? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, probably. But it's, it, I don't know, it could be a little sweeter, too. It has some homebrew character. Like, it has, like, you know how, like, 
You know, and I, I feel that way about a lot of Mobcraft really? beers. Really? Yeah. Okay. And, I, and they're good. Yeah, but, I'm not saying uh, it's bad. It's just like, you know, like, my beer, I am not a pro brewer, so it has some, like, there's some weird flavors to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what I'm, I'm getting some, like, weird kind of yeasty flavors here, but not in, like, not in, like, the good yeasty flavors at, like, a real good, like... Yeah. I know what German you mean. brewery. Yeah. Dan, we have to go to Estabrook, and you have to drink. You have to, have to, have to drink their Hefeweizen. And they have a Hefeweizen there? Yes. And it is, like... It is so good. I had... So, this is a... This is um I think it's a liter. That it's, one's... It's in Milwaukee? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, this is a liter mug that I have, and I filled up three of them on my birthday last year, <laughs> and it was so good. Yeah, that sounds pretty dope. It's delicious. Uh, we played spike ball and drank beer and ate food, and it was amazing. Nice. We Have all you got been a, to the Madison Beer Garden? The Oldbrook one? Yeah. I didn't get out that one time that everybody went. I don't know okay. what I was. I was just being okay. a butthole and wanted to go home after yeah. work or something like that. So. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's like, it's it's not... Who brews the beer? Uh... No one specifically. Okay, it's like, they just have random yeah, tabs. Yeah, they just have random tabs. And like most of them are just okay. But it is a really nice spot. Uh, let me guess. They have Spotted Cow? Uh, yeah, I think so. Every I place has Spotted Cow, of, man. Yeah, yeah, it is. Thum. Madison. I love the Wisconsin. hefty sound of my mug. Yeah. So we have this like elaborate setup where we can actually hear. Um, this it was part of the podcaster, pro podcaster yep. setup. That's another shout out. Adam Rostad. Adam Rostad. Every time I'm like, hey, I got a really stupid audio question. Will you please answer? He's like, uh, idiot. Uh, idiot, just do this. It's what I do. Like, one time we tried to hear ourselves talk, and we made, like, a speech jammer where our, like, every word that we said was, like, a half second late. And so we had, we suffered through an entire podcast. I didn't. You, you did. Yeah, okay. I suffered through an entire, I was like, this is the way it's done. Yeah, Jared I must thought do that it. all podcasts were recorded. I was like, like wow, you really have to get used to this fucking weird, like, every word that you say. So, like, you would say it, and then you would hear it. A half second later, and so you would get your, stuck. You would get stuck in a word. You'd be like, "Error!" It's fucking wild, dude. But yeah, so now we have this elaborate setup where we can hear. We get immediate feedback of what we're saying, and that uh, helps us improve the quality to you fine folks. And uh, so it's it's funny. Every time I slam my mug down, I can hear it just yeah. like jostle doom, through. Doom. It's like, I don't know if you guys. I set up a gate. Oh, this is getting weird audio. Uh, fun stuff yeah. let's just like let's peel away all right we're done talking about beer so does that mean that we should talk about comic books unless you want to talk about audio a little more this is a okay. comic book and beer and, and audio, audio podcast technician podcast okay yeah. okay so cool thanks dan mm-hmm. you're learning your lesson from last week yes and yes and. yes and this is the number one rule of improv yep okay um spoiler warning this is a review show we're gonna spoil these comics going to talk about them we're going to talk about the things that happened in them some of that might be spoilers we're not going to go out of our way to spoil them but it, hey you know what but Stuff if it happens. comes up you know it's it's just going to come up sometimes absolutely absolutely um it was a pretty good week for comic books yeah it was pretty light week yeah light ish um, and a pretty decent week. but like the quality yeah over the quantity i think yeah i think you're hotter on some of these than i am but that's okay we'll get to we'll get to we'll, that huh? we'll, we'll get saucy we'll get saucy because we'll you're gonna be like i fucking hate it die kieran gillen's a hack fraud <laughs> okay uh, okay bef- before we get there let's talk about some dc we got uh young justice number two written by the brian Bri- michael Bendis. Bendis. With art by Patrick Gleason and also Emanuela Lapacino. Inks by the motherfucker himself, oh. Greg Chiano. Ray, Ray McCarthy. McCarthy. 
And then Alejandro Sanchez on colors. Dan, do you want to talk about uh, Young Justice number two? Kind of give us a synopsis? Yeah, so... And this is sick, by the way. This is a great comic. Yeah, book. it is a good comic. So it's... it's gosh, all the, the art is so good. That Patrick Gleason art, baby. Yeah, it's just a... It's a it's, it's just a random amalgamation of all the teen superheroes, but it's not Teen Titans. It is Young Justice, which means they're slightly older than Teen Titans, right? I don't know. I don't know how to keep the Teen Titans have always been confusing to me because they're like, you've got you've got Beast Boy who's like supposed to be fifteen. You've got Starfire who's like twenty. Twenty, yeah. It's wild and confusing. But these these are Young Justice. Yeah, these are Young Justicers. They also seem to be in an assortment of ages. Yeah. So you've got Jesse Hex. Is that her name? Yeah. Sure. Jonah Hex's. uh, Okay. Wow. Okay. So she's. She's a character that that makes sense to you, Jesse Hex. That's like a who the fuck is Jonah Hex? Oh, he's a he's like an old western. He's uh, a cowboy too. He's a cowboy superhero that's well. not really a superhero. He's basically a cowboy, and then uh, he's also in DC and shoots people. Okay, there was a really bad movie that came out like four years ago, a Jonah Hex movie starring Josh Brolin. And you're fucking hated kidding it. me? Are you serious? Uh, yeah, serious, yeah. Wow, okay, sure. I did not know that. Yeah, it was supposed to be real bad. Um, nice. But yeah, so you've got her, you've got Wonder Girl. Wonder Girl. Who is not Wonder Woman. Nope. But she is a Wonder Girl. She is a woman. But she is a woman. And, and she is Wonder. And she is the Four. granddaughter of Zeus. Yep. And then uh, who else we got? We got a another Kid Flash. Teen um, Lantern. Teen Lantern, that name, which they... They make sure they repeat that a few times. Yeah, and that's pretty funny. And it's kind of a joke because he's like, I'll get a better name. Yeah, um, yeah. We got Robin, got which Robin. I think is the Teen Titans Robin? Uh, it's Jason Todd, I think. It's they, Jason? Or not Jason Todd. It's uh, that's Tim Drake. It's Tim Drake. Who the fuck? I think. Fuck. So there's, uh, yeah, so there's Dick Grayson, Jason Todd, uh, and damn, Tim Drake. It's Rick Grayson now. <laughs> Please <laughs> yeah. do not confuse oh, this. It's not Dick. That. My name's not Dick. Call me Rick. Why did they? Why did that? Happen I don't know. Again? Some I, editor. I, I think the editor happened. at DC hates the name Dick Grayson, yeah. and he's like, "That's a, Dick is a penis. We can't call our we superhero Dick. His name is Rick now." That was hilarious. Uh, um, yes, yeah, so Impulse is Kid Flash, right? Yes. Um, okay, so how many Robins are there right now? Can you? We have four. Four. Yeah. Fuck me. Okay. Yeah. So we have. You've got Rick, Dick Grayson. Rick. Rick Grayson. Thank you. Who is mostly Nightwing since yeah, like, he's you Nightwing know, the now. 90s or whatever. Jason Todd. You've got Jason Todd who comes after. Or no, technically. Yeah, yeah. Jason Todd. And then uh, he dies and comes back and he's Red Hood. It's, and then there's oh, Tim Drake. It's this one. Is this one, I'm pretty sure. Okay. And then there's Damian Wayne. Damian Wayne is the Teen Titans Robin. Yes. Can you get yeah? Don't be confused. It's simple. It's yeah. simple. I love. Okay, I love watching you fucking nerd out about this shit. I could just be like, "Hey, how many robins are there?" And you're just like, "Well, let let me tell pull you." Pull up a chair, young man. This yeah, is gonna it, take I, a while. I do actually love that shit because it is so convoluted. But they actually, I don't know. Most of the robins start out super lame and then they become really cool. I feel like Damian Wayne is the only one who's I fucking hate that little shit. Oh, I love Damian Wayne. He's Ugh. such an asshole. I forget that God Bruce is such a horrible dad. He's got like yeah. a he's got like an eight year old or a ten year old yeah. running around and like I have never once heard him mentioned in like <laughs> the mainline Batman series ever. He's just like yeah, look at Alfred will raise him. I don't know. Yeah, he's been in he's been in some of them, but I mean mostly he's in the Batman and Robin series. Yeah, okay. So that makes sense. 
Whereas, like, Batman's supposed to be the solo stuff. But yeah, I like Damian Wayne just because he's, he's like, a totally murderous ninja ten-year-old. And, uh, yeah, that's the fucking worst, man. That's oh, I love that. And Bruce is like trying, like, no, dude, you can't slit his throat. We're not doing that. If you're gonna be Robin, you can't murder people. And he's like, come on, Dad. Come on, kid. I just want to kill. People. I just want to kill people. <laughs> yeah, that's funny, man. Fuck you. So anyway, this one is Tim Drake, and then we've got Superboy. Yep. Who is a clone of Superman, and except the only difference is he's younger and he's edgier because he always wears a leather jacket. Yeah, and he's got like a mohawk, right? Didn't we read for one of our early, early, early bargain bins? The multiple Superman. Yeah. Do you remember that? Was yeah. he that? Is this that Superboy? He, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Same one. Fuck me, man. Yeah. Yeah. How many like reboots has a DC universe gone through and they haven't, <laughs> they have, they killed they Wally West? They killed Wally West and they won't give Superboy anything but a leather jacket with spikes yeah. on it. That's, yeah. That's fucking wild, man. Yeah. Okay. So Young Justice. Oh, but now he's got stubble also. Yeah. So. Yeah. That line at the end was pretty good. So yeah. Young Justice, um, this is a ragtag brand new crew. Uh, some of them are returning characters, some of them are new, as far as I can tell. And the basic premise is Earth was being invaded by some gem world people or something yeah. that are mad because every time... This is funny. This is funny shit to me because like I, as like a non-comics person, I'm like... The, the entire premise of this is that, like, this gem world is somehow tied to Earth, and every time yeah. that Earth undergoes a crisis they also undergo some kind of crisis even though it doesn't have anything to do with them and they're like what the fuck keeps happening to us and they figure it out so then they invade earth to be like okay superman explain your shit what's going yeah. on why does this keep happening to us and then they get beat by a bunch of kids and then they're like haha oh uh, we will we will you know consider this since superman didn't show up we consider this a, a like a what is a forfeit or something and they're like oh yeah. okay we're retreating and so then yeah. they retreat and suck these uh heroes into this they're like but it was a successful mission yeah yeah they suck these these young heroes into gem world which is funny um and so now that's kind of the main thing they're they're like yeah, stuck they're, in this gem stuck world there and it's a civil war right because like your opals are fighting your amethysts yeah it's confusing but, but it's like not hitting it you over really the head focus on the yeah. plot so it's kind of like whatever it's just mostly about the quips man yeah it's about those saucy quips from teen lantern and and then a nice flashback with um uh wonder girl's grandpa he shows up you know oh, yeah, 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 yeah yeah that's yeah. pretty good he tries and, to like give her some like some like secret pendant. Some like he's like once you've united uh, your lasso, your bracers, and this yeah. pendant, you'll become almighty. She's like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, she's like, nah, I don't want to do that. That sounds like a lot of pressure, a lot of like expectations. So and like she didn't. She's like, I didn't earn it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's cool. I like yeah, cool. I like all these characters. And he, I liked it when she punted the like she was fighting like a red a orc fish man fish man. Yeah, and she punted him through a field goal post, and yeah. the, and the entire football team team cheered. Yeah, that was, that's that was pretty, pretty good. Funny. This I like these. It's it's like like when I when we were reading this, I was explaining to Dan. This is like if Justice League was good. Yeah, because it's it centers around the characters. It doesn't center right. around around what, like crazy high concept like time travel shrinking blood transfusion yeah. crazy shit and make no mistake this is a very weird wacky there's some shit happening in this plot yeah, i mean but, there's zeus and like gem world whatever the fuck what the fuck is. and that's the thing though is like <laughs> i don't know what gem world is no i don't care what gem world is no. and this doesn't try to sit me down and fucking pull up a, a novel on gem world it's just yeah. like hey you know there's some stuff happening with gem world hey you know what there's seems to be a civil war i don't know yeah and you're like cool i'm with it you yep. know because yep. i it doesn't give me enough of it that i don't care about it you're yeah. you know but i'm i'm it gives me just enough that i'm because it knows that i don't care yeah 
and it says, hey, you know what? But maybe you might someday. Yeah. The one thing that irked me a little bit, and it didn't really bother me because it's not... Don't like... you say anything bad about this. This is a perfect comic book. <laughs> five out of five. Uh, from the last issue uh-huh. is like, how how did they all get together in the first place? They showed them. It's, it seemed like they just showed up in the same city to fight all of yeah, these people. It's just like, one randomly. of those. Yeah, it's just one of those. Like, cause like, what's her nuts? The and he like ran into one of he ran into Wonder Girl because she was going to college or high yep, school or she's something. going to college there. And so yeah, I don't know. That's it's just kind of like I don't know. It was a little lazy that part. It's like oh, they just all happen to be in the same city. And yeah, but do you really need people. to? That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. not a big deal. I don't need it. It's just kind of like well. Yeah, whatever. Dan wanted an entire chapter devoted to how each <laughs> the every reason why everyone was there. Well, dude, why don't you could just press? Oh, we pressed the Young Justice button. But they're not they Young Justice up, yet. But they could be. Maybe like some. I don't know, man. Okay, here's another thing for you. Um, I'm gonna completely derail your line of thought. Someone I was listening to a comic book podcast, and they were explaining that Impulse was actually from the New Fifty Two, and that oh, okay. his world got fucked up in the whatever uh, happened with dc rebirth yeah. does that did, did you get any of that or do you not nope. know anything about that don't know anything okay, about it okay because i don't know i don't either and i was yeah, like i didn't even know there was another like kid flash besides or, wally like, west impulse or, quote unquote yeah i don't know he i think he was a new 52 character and somehow he survived whatever calamity reshaped this okay i don't know okay that's that's yep. as far as i'm gonna pursue that no then. idea do you have ratings yeah i like this one i would Give it a... You're just trying to mentally calculate what I'm going to give it. Oh, I know you're giving it a 5 out of 5, because you already said you were. I don't know, like, the the actual... Yeah, like you said, the actual plot isn't, like, anything special, but it isn't really trying to be. But that's so not I the don't, point. Yeah. yeah, I know. So it, it kind of, like, that kind of throws me off a little bit, because that part isn't, like, great. So I'm not going to give it, like, a 5 out of 5, but I'll give it a solid 4 out of 5. I mean, how can you even slide it for the plot? Because, like, nothing's happened yet. They're in this place. They're in this place, and they're, like, trying to figure out, and there's, like, some kind of, like, there's some shit happening. It's, the, like, gem the, world. The crux. The crux. He's, like, the big glowing blue bad guy. Yeah, he's dope. He's funny. He's, I don't know. I don't know how you can't not like this. I give it a four out of five. I like it. I don't know why you hate this comic book. <laughs> why do you do this to me? Jared gives a five out of five. Jared likes comic books, so he gives them five out of five. I hate I give comic every books, I give every so comic give book in the stack five, yeah. five Jeros out of five. Five Jeros out of five Danny Max. Out of five Danny Max, which is nothing. Which is a zero. Your currency so is useless here, sir. <laughs> uh, next up we have Green the sorry. The, the Green Lantern, Lantern, number four, written by the Grant Morrison, uh, art by the Liam Sharp, and colors by Steve Olaf. Steve Olaf. Steve Olaf. This is um this is the Green Lantern Hal Jordan, right? This is Hal Jordan? Yes. Hal Jordan, Green Lantern, there's some others that yes. I'm I don't know. Okay. It, I don't know much about Green there Lantern. There are other Green Lanterns that are alien Green Lanterns. Jessica Cruz. Part of the Green Lantern force. Okay, wow. Jessica Cruz is an alien. Who's Jessica Cruz? Jessica Cruz is one of the Green Lanterns. Oh, okay. They is, even reference her in this. Is she an alien? Is she a human? She's from Mexico. <laughs> you fucking turd. Um, so, yeah. So, this is... Is he the original Green Lantern? Yeah. Hell is the original. Okay, yeah. so this is the original Green Lantern doing some original Space Cop Green Lantern shit. Yeah, right? so there's like... Yeah, Hal and John are the only two human Green Lanterns. That I, I actually know don't of. know if Jessica Cruz is from Mexico. I know she's Latina. 
Wow. Who is the racist now, Jerry? You! I'm you saying you, you are. Because all Latin-sounding women are from yeah. Mexico, No, Jerry. I think that's, like, integral, wow. to her, that's integral to her fucking storyline, Dan, but I haven't read enough of it. She's in, <laughs> she's in the Green Lanterns. It's a book. No. Yeah, it's called Green Lanterns. Because really? there's two of them, yeah. Lanterns? No, 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 no. L- oh, like, l- just plural okay, of lantern, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. Lanterns. <laughs> no. That would, that would been... be fucking terrible. Yeah, no. Oh my god. Okay. I mean, I appreciate a pun. And we're just, we're full of just distractions today. That's fine. I mean, we're talking about Green Lanterns, isn't Lanterns. That... <laughs> lanterns. Lanterns. Um... So yeah, so yeah. As far as I can tell, each one of these is kind of a self-contained monster of the week issue. But it's like instead of being a monster of the week, it's like a space it's like a cop Hal Jordan space cop of the week case of the week, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and in this one, is this the enslaving one? No, that was last week's. Yeah, the- this one kind of deals with that a little bit. A little bit. Some because, yeah, there, were, there was yeah, that one was pretty fucked up, man. Yeah. Are we gonna talk about? Okay, I we mean, we have to a little bit because yeah. he killed that guy. Yeah, and I... so there was like this slaver who was like sapping people's life force or something. Yeah, out of he his collects slaves. he collects entire civilizations and sells them as a slave. Yeah, and basically, long story short, is he uh, Hal totally murders this dude with Green Lantern nails and yeah. just and just fucks him up, and then and then he turns to his other like green lantern space cops and is like you saw it it was self-defense even though he was totally unarmed and just he just murdered the dude yeah <laughs> and uh so yeah there there's like a little bit in this where he's like i don't know he's telling his story to someone who turns out to be someone else and they're like some space empress person and he was pretending to be a space cowboy with multiple arms and then <laughs> i fucking love that it's just it's the most grant morrison yeah, shit it's i've just, ever read it's very bonkers and but so here's the thing he he says when he's a space uh, cowboy. He's the cowboy. He says that he was kicked out of the Green Lantern Force forever to mind my own uh, for killing that For dude. murdering that guy in cold blood. Yeah. yeah. And so did that actually happen or was he just lying about that? No, that, that actually happened. Okay. So he has been kicked out of the Green Lantern Corps. Okay. As far as I can tell. Like, so what he was, this issue is kind of like a flashback showing the fallout of what happened. Right. So it starts with the case of like some weird soul, sun eating yeah thing, but yep. that doesn't really matter. No, what really matters is that at the end, the space cowboy telling the story about poor old independent thinking Hal Jordan yeah. <laughs> uh, turns out to be Hal Jordan. I'm I'm kind of confused a little tonally about like this dude fucking this cop yeah. murdered somebody who was unarmed yeah. and now he's like but he's like the good guy i yeah. don't know it's weird isn't yeah, it yeah it is i think it's supposed to be weird yeah okay but it, it you're right for for like a superhero comic yeah that is a weird thing to do to the protagonist superhero is to make them like a dirty cop yeah and know? like to be like you all saw it it was self-defense yeah and clearly it didn't work because the, the other cops in the force were like eh, <sighs> that's a nope for me dog maybe not yeah so now he's joining the cosmic what the the so cosmic he... vampire's beautiful i didn't even see that yeah the cosmic vampire's beautiful daughter countess <laughs> belzebeth <laughs> This is in, this is some it's the most Grant Morrison shit. Some wild so like shit. Grant Morrison, for those who don't know, is historically a very famous comic book author who does what is, what's copious his... amounts of hard drugs oh. in Thailand and writes the most bonkers comic book shit you've ever heard. 
Yeah. He might be clean now, but that's what he got famous for. He must have cracked his back or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he just rotated yeah. on his chair, snapped his back, <laughs> and all the all the, L, the LSD just flowed back in, and he was like, I'm going to write a Green Lantern book. Yeah. Uh, Countess's vampire daughter, yeah. Uh, what do you want to, do you want to rate it? Yeah, so, yeah, I think... It combines all the... Yeah, it, it's a Grant Morrison thing. It's got the good Grant Morrison. It's got the bad Grant Morrison. Yeah. I mean, there's no real, like, characterization in it, which is what I always disliked about Grant Morrison. Yeah, because like, he doesn't care about the the small shit. He cares about the... Yeah, he cares about, like, the mind-blowing, like, shit that will... I don't know. That, that when you're high, you'll, like, think on it, and you're like, whoa, that was a revelation, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, I still liked it. It was, like... It, it, the high concept stuff worked for me, I guess. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I what still... high concept stuff? Can you find a high concept thing in there? I'm, I... I'm just curious. I'm not trying to call you out, but I'm like, when I read that, I was like, wow, this is fucking nonsense. It kind of like reads like a um, yeah. Terry Pratchett book. I guess I'm thinking more of the last issue um, when he literally arrested all of planet Earth that was miniaturized from being sold to God, who was actually just an alien, but that was... looked like the old grandpa God. Yeah, but he yeah. Who and the slaver who was selling Earth also had like a bank of like babies that he drained the life force out of, so they looked like old men. That's the kind of shit I'm talking about. Okay, you know. So yeah, I guess this issue maybe not so much didn't have like as much crazy shit, but I mean it still had it's still... the daughter Baroness. E- like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my and it gosh. still had a Green Lantern who did, whose head is literally an erupting volcano. And so. it still had Hal Jordan like yeah, dressing up as a four armed as cowboy a fucking cowboy space. and being like, ha ha, it was me, Hal Jordan the entire time. Yeah, so oh I guess high concept is probably a bad name for it unless you yeah maybe like hard drug concepts i like that part okay. of this novel okay. but yeah the rest of it was not super great for me i mean yeah like we said no characterization the plot really didn't make that much sense to me yeah um, so he quit he got kicked out of the green lantern Corps, and now he's joining the yeah. count the vampire Countess. right but that was like the last three pages yeah. the rest of it was about like that sunny the thing fa- stuff like, yeah and, the, and the fall i don't even remember it exactly yeah the fall exactly. and the, it was like it was like uh, the as i think that was meant to be sort of a backdrop right because it's also yeah. the fallout of the shit that happened in the last i issue. think so too but you know it's hard to really like a comic book when like 75 percent of it doesn't matter and you already forgot it but that said it was still 75 percent's high i don't feel like it wasn't 75 really? percent. i feel like it was like maybe 30 Really, the only parts that I remember are probably the last like five pages when it's when he's talking about. Look at my cat get under the blanket. Yeah, that's so funny. All right, I'm gonna, now I'm curious. I'm actually gonna look through a couple of these pages just so I can like understand. Okay, so he like goes to the circus and this like, uh, and then there's Dan. You know, no one can read. No one can see what you're. And then he at. calls a Green Lantern that is also a planet. That's some Grant Morrison is, shit. Is that a Watcher? From the, the Marvel universe, the blue the blue guy. That's what they look no, like. No, the they're watchers. like the uh, yeah, they do kind of look like them. But no, they're they're the people who run the Green Lanterns. Ah, the observers. Yes. Do not do, <laughs> do not, not make confuse it. Yeah, the please two. do not confuse. Um, um, while you're looking at this, I'm gonna stall and talk about the 
art of the Green Lantern. Yeah, that's good. I, I wanted to talk to you about that too, actually. I think it, it's I think it's really awesome. It is good. It's also like pretty retro looking though, don't you think? In some spots, like it, a lot of the lines yeah. seem harder and like a harder shading and every like so many shiny muscles and I think it's where they only to. drew muscles in the nineties. Right. I think it's supposed to have kind of like a throwback feel to it, right? Like the whole idea of Green Lantern being a fucking space cop. Yeah. You know, and pointing like you know what I mean? Flying ring forward. It's yeah. it's, it's, it's cheesy, right? It's yeah. corny. Yeah. But I think it works. I yeah. think it works for the way that Grant Morrison is telling yeah, me too. Yeah, it's it's because he's is telling more of a I don't know you know Hal Jordan it, yeah Throwback 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 story you're familiar he's kind of yeah I mean well the whole Hal Jordan gritty dirty detective thing is not a very modern take on it either that seems like kind of 90s throwback also yeah so i think it's like, like it, it's going back that. to back to the roots of the character right it wasn't he kind of like a galactic space cop isn't that the idea of the green yeah, i don't know if he was really like a murderous space cop yeah but... no i mean that's kind of definitely taking a modern take on it right? yeah but but yeah i guess you're right and like I, maybe i guess I don't, I don't know i didn't read any old green lantern shit well me either that but that's what i was trying to i think that hits back to the point that i was trying to like get at earlier is like is this a fucking commentary? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, is, is Hal Jordan murdering that? I don't know. Murdering that guy who was clearly unarmed. You know, he was a shitbag. Yeah, he's a shit like like yeah. zero zero fucks given that that guy's dead, right? Like, yeah, but like, for sure. At the same time, he's a cop, he's and he's a... supposed to, and he's got he's wielding a Green Lantern. He's supposed to be like kind of above it, right? You know, as most like mainline superheroes right. are. So yeah, I, I think that's intentional. But then to make to make him like the good guy, you know, yeah. and not even address it just seems weird. I agree. We'll see where it goes. I we'll guess. see where it goes. But I mean that I feel like that is pretty gr- a Grant Morrison thing to do. It's okay. just like, you know, you don't know where he's coming from. Yeah. Maybe I, you figure it out, yeah. maybe you don't. And I, I guess it's like a it's like um I don't know, maybe it's a positive, I guess, to that his like politics aren't so clearly obvious yeah you know what i mean that he doesn't like turn and face you and be like now this is a con you know what i mean like it's not this is a commentary on racial injustice exactly or Or police brutality militarization of the police force whatever you know so like yeah you don't know i guess and i guess that's that's i I think that's why i'm having trouble like rating it because there's like yeah it's uh, i don't know this could either be very good or very bad (laughs) yeah 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 depending on what it's trying to say or if it's trying to say anything at all i guess i think i was interested by this but yeah i think most of it did not grab me it was really just like a few panels so i guess i'd give it a 3.5 okay i'm actually going to give it a three um i'm sticking around for the art at this point and just like I'm not nostalgic. I think this, I feel like this is just a nostalgia piece for people who love the Green Lantern. Yeah, it could be. Because uh, people are really super into this. And oh, I can, really? And I can see why. It, yeah. it looks like a 90s comic. It looks like, or not even a 90s, like an old throwback. Yeah. Um, it's doing some old throwback kind of stuff. And I like the outer maybe, spacey shit. Yeah, and maybe the messaging might appeal to older white dudes. Who like cops killing people <laughs> yeah maybe i don't know i'm not gonna say one thing or the other all i'm saying is that yeah it seems weird yeah I'm, but i'm into i'm into but it. i'm into it yeah i'm into it in in as much as like i just want to see where the fuck this thing yeah goes, right? yeah i agree right. i'm gonna give it a three out of five cool uh and the last but not least uh well actually maybe least um is batman number 64 Written by not former CIA analyst Tom King. Not former CIA analyst Tom King. Uh, But in fact by Joshua Williamson. I guess Tom King's taking a month break. We all need him. 
Uh, art by Guilam March. We really struggle with that name. And then yep. colors by Tamo Moray. Um, Dan, do you want to kind of talk about what Batman number 64 is about? So, yeah, this is a break from the normal uh, Tom King It was all a dream! that's going on, yep. um, which I welcome because I have not enjoyed those recently. Um, so this is more of a tie-in to Heroes in Crisis, which is going on. Heroes in Crisis is... Uh, a bunch of people got murdered at this place called Sanctuary, which is a therapy resort for superheroes and supervillains. Um, so this is kind of tying into that, and it's really just Batman and uh, Barry Allen teaming up. Yep. They're both hurting emotionally because Wally West died at uh, Sanctuary, mm-hmm. so they're dealing with some shit. They have a... Uh, yeah, so they fight some shit with the Justice League early on, and then they both leave, and everyone's like, oh, where did they go? We were gonna go get brunch. And they're like, <laughs> oh, they're dealing with some shit, man. You can't, you can't get brunch. Yeah, that Green two. Lantern guy. Okay, that's Jessica Cruz's partner. That's Jon Stewart. Green oh, it Lan- is? Green Lantern, Jon Stewart. The Green Lantern right there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah, it... that's Jon Stewart. Right, and then Jessica Cruz is his partner i think is she also a green lantern yeah that's okay. why she's green lanterns or that's why they are green lanterns oh i see so yes. green lanterns is like the duo comic right of, okay. because hal jordan was missing in the dc universe doing something i don't know what he was doing and she's human yeah that's so weird okay yeah i, I didn't know about her uh i just know about john stewart because he was the green lantern in like justice league the animated tv show nerd league unlimited nerd <laughs> You have a comic book podcast, dude. I don't know. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I'm just here for the beers, yo. <laughs> I'm just here for the beers and the, <laughs> the fucking the bros and the, the bros and the memes and bully the beers. my buddy Dan. Yeah, he's, I get to bully him. I'm the nerd for watching TV. Yeah, you sure are. All right, so Dan, got... I'm in a. This is putting me in a bit of a conundrum um, because that means I. I think if we're gonna keep pulling Batman, that I also need to pull the Flash so that like. Because, like, next, uh, the next one of these, it's going to be, like, directly based off of The Flash. And we're going to be like, I don't know what the fuck happened. Are you sure? Yeah, because it's a, it's, a, it's a crossover event. Which means that the next two issues of The Flash and the next two issues of Batman, or maybe one issue, I don't know, are going to be this event. Mm. Oh, yeah, we can skip that, I guess. I don't I don't care that. I did... I thought this was okay. It, it was, was okay. I thought this was better than <clears throat> what we were getting in this batman series from tom king so it's like it's a break from that and uh, there's uh some shit went down at the it's like a flash museum or something yeah Uh, i didn't know that 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 existed but apparently there's like a whole museum of just the flash with giant statues and stuff and batman knew there was going to be an attack there so he went and this is the big crossover event that dc's been bombarding us with those like really awful oh is it corpses of yeah. flash and batman the flash and yeah. batman and then gotham girl hovering over it yeah i guess i don't, I don't know then we could we could pull it or we could not whatever you're feeling okay because i yeah i thought this was like good but it wasn't like oh i gotta see what happens next i man. must know i gotta know but i do kind of like the concept of batman and the flash teaming up yeah, they're both uh, detectives, right? Yeah. Only only I, one of, Yeah, I Barry thought, Allen is a detective. I thought he was a scientist. He's a forensic scientist. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. A crime crime detective. All right. But uh but yeah, so I kind of like them together, but uh, I don't know. It doesn't super intrigue me cuz well, I guess that that Gotham Girl stuff was kind of interesting cuz they so they it came ties in ties it back to one of Tom King's earlier runs. Right. That yeah. only and I think they only had a few issues, honestly. And yeah, I am. They, it was his first. I actually think it might have been the first arc. I think we 
really did we pull it or no that was before no, no, no. yeah that okay. um, we're talking batman one okay. through okay. six of the of dc rebirth so yeah so there's like gotham girl and what's the other and the, the guy is just called gotham i don't know yeah and they were like superheroes and batman was gonna have them take over for him but then it turned out they couldn't use their powers without dying which is a bit of a problem when you're a superhero yeah i don't know about the boy uh, but he died yeah and he's then, dead and gotham girl is still around and, and trying she, to resurrect him right with, and every like, oh god gross veiny he looks he looks kind of bane-esque yeah he with does all the with all the green sh- and the oh veins. holy fuck of course it's bane right isn't bane the one who's been orchestrating all this shit oh yeah that's obviously been, like yeah doing holy everything fuck after how, how are we and, this dumb well i mean it doesn't matter i don't really care it's like Oh, Bane's the mastermind behind bringing back zombie Gotham man. Bane was also who the master. Also don't care about. Bane was also the mastermind who orchestrated the breakup of the yeah the, the fuck... breakup at the the wedding. No, Catwoman and Batman. No. Oh god, that was a fucking terrible. Ugh. Okay. Uh. So yeah. I don't know. Would you? Well, I I would give this a solid three point five. It was like intriguing to me, and I kind of like the whole Gotham girl thing. But, uh, at the same time, it was nothing super important and nothing really happened. And it was just Batman and the flash fought in the justice league. And then they prevented an attack on the flash museum. Yeah. It's weird because, um, this is a Tom King original story, not written by Tom King. Yeah. So super funky. I don't know. I guess, I guess we'll see in flash. Yeah. I think we're going to have to pull it, right? Okay. And that's how comics get you, folks. Don't ever get into this filthy biz. Don't get into the crossover events. No. Ignore them. Um, damn. We ignore most of them. Yeah, we do. That's true. Except for, what is it? In- Infinity Wars. We should have ignored. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like... Justice it's... League we ignored. That was a crossover, right? That like, Heroes in Christ. Do you remember? No, not... Shit. Heroes in Crisis. What was the name of that thing? No Justice. Justice League. No Justice. Didn't we pull that back in the I day? I think so. Yeah. I don't remember what it is. But... It was yeah. And then um, Man of Steel. That wasn't really a crossover, I guess. That was an event. Though. Oh, was that the original the... Rogelzar? Yeah, that was like, Bendis. Fucking... Bendis being like, "Hey, I'm on Superman." No one's gonna know what we're talking about in this whole like. That's fine. We're reminiscing, yeah. Dan. This is this is what people come here to see. Rogelzar is the worst to. villain ever, and he showed up in a shitty crossover. Man, okay, we're gonna take a break, folks. Uh, pound some brewskis. Come back a little bit tipsy, and then fight about Marvel comic books. So sit, yeah, sit tight. Don't go anywhere. Stay sexy. Stay pitted. Stay pitted. Stay mad pitted, bro. And we're back. Yes, ready to talk about some more comic books. I hope you guys uh, sat nice and tight uh, for that break. Did you? Did I you, didn't. Dan? I you sat didn't? like loose and loose and sloppy. Loose and sloppy. Yeah. We're ready to talk about Marvel. We're speaking of loose and sloppy before we talk about Marvel. <laughs> Do we want to talk about the beer? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Loose and sloppy. <laughs> loose and sloppy. Uh, how do you feel about this thing? Uh, yeah, like I, uh, my feelings have not changed. It's not a hefeweizen. It is a wheat beer with strawberries and I guess bananas. I don't taste bananas. The more I drink it, the less I like it. Yeah, I mean it's it's a fine wheat beer. If it was like super sunny outside and I was just pounding these, uh, it might be okay. But it's got some funk. It's got some funk to it that I'm not with. It's it, also like kind of heavy. I don't even know if I could pound this on like a summer yeah. day. And, like, it's, like, real yeasty and kind of almost, like, a bit bitter. Yeah, but not good yeasty. No, and not good bitter either. Yeah. 
It's like it's like yeah, it's like citrusy bitter, like sour, but not it. But it's not a sour beer. Yeah, you know, I'm not into it. I think it's fine. I don't like it specifically. You're a fan of Mobcraft, right? Like you like the stuff that they make. Uh, they're pretty hit and miss. I do like buying their stuff because it's okay. always interesting. Even sure. if it sucks, it's always interesting. Um, and most of their stuff doesn't suck. Most of it's passable, and some of it is really good. Okay. But uh, but yeah. This I would put on the passable to low end. Passable to low. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You know, we didn't give the last Batman book a Tom King factor. I guess it wasn't really oh. Tom King. We should have given it a Tom King factor. It was very low. The Tom King factor on this one was pretty low. Yeah, I mean, it would have to be zero because he had probably little Well, hold on, though. Hold on, because there, there was some trauma there. That's true. I give it like a two out of five. There Tom wasn't King many, factor. like, brooding. There wasn't a lot of brooding, though. You're right. And I feel like that is the Tom King there wasn't, true staple. Yeah, and there wasn't like a huge there's was, there wasn't like a random like piece of literature thrown in there where you're just like yeah. reading like the first it's page like, of oh, Moby wow, Tom, Dick. I can't believe you thought to make that reference. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, not not a two, maybe a maybe a point five. Just because of the trauma. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They kept on flashing. Is that a Tom to- King staple though, or is that just him writing Heroes in Crisis? No, it's a Tom King staple. I think, like, PTSD yeah. and trauma, yeah, it kind of weaves its way into all of his work. Okay. Yeah, fuck you, Dan. All right. Trying to snub me. No, I'm just, I'm just asking. And as the sun sets on DC, the sun must rise, as all things do, as it's cyclical. On Marvel. On Marvel. The Marvel Universe. Um, and another sun rising in Hell's Kitchen. For yes. Daredevil, number one, For written Daredevil, by Chip V. Zadarsky. Apparently, oh, sorry, yeah, go ahead. No, you can say apparently what? No, follow that thought. Finish the thing. I. I was gonna say apparently he got hit by a car or something. Why did he almost die? Chip Zadarsky? No, Daredevil. Oh, I think he got his ass beat. Oh, that's it. Yeah, I that's think he, boring. I'm, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he did get hit by a car. All anyway, right. with art by Marco Cicchetto and colors by Sonny Go. Sunny go! So this is the new Daredevil kind of spun out of the Man Without Fear miniseries, right? Because this I don't is know. yes, it is because he's he, he directly references being in the hospital waiting for his shit to heal. Oh, and that's the one that we read. That was the Man Without Fear miniseries where he was yes. having all that like where hallucination. Fear, where fear it was all a dream. No, where fear and pain were vying for. Yeah. Control over his psyche. I hated that. I know I you hated did. it. I actually didn't. Okay. We didn't finish it. But I like this, okay. I mean, it was... I don't know. Yeah, let's talk about what happened in it. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. He is recently rehabilitated, but not at 100%. So he's, like, going out fighting thugs, getting his ass kicked. Uh, he's still doing some ass kicking. Wilson Fisk is the mayor of... New, New York, York City? I yeah, guess, I always like... forget that Marvel has, like, real <clears throat> cities. Yeah, but not only that, but, it, like, it takes place specifically in Hell's Kitchen. And then I gotta remember, alright, Hell's Kitchen is specifically a part of New, New York. York City. Yeah, so most of, like, your Jessica Joneses, all of that um, Netflix style is all in New York. I'm and this sure. was very reminiscent of Netflix. Yeah. Netflix. Netflix. Yep. It's a flicks that specify, it only shows the necks of yep. all the actors. Yep. 
and Daredevil is one of them, and his neck is very muscular. Caters to a super specific fetish, <laughs> but, you know, it's it's kind of, you know, we're not kink-shaming here on this podcast. Nah, they'll probably do ASMR next, let's be real. Yep. ASMR comic books, that'd be wild, huh? No, ASMR Netflix is what I was thinking. Ooh, yeah, you're, you're, you're probably right. I'm ahead of the game. Yeah, this did read like a, like a Netflix episode. Yeah, am I wrong? Daredevil. And I don't know, and yeah, I haven't read enough Daredevil to know if that is Netflix imitating Daredevil or Daredevil imitating Netflix. Yeah, but I don't know either. Whatever it's, it is, the two are very alike. Yeah, it's got, it's got everything you want. It's from got a, the Catholic guilt. Yep, it's got him betting a hot lady. Yep um and then yeah that's pretty much it i guess and then him getting his ass and then him yeah him getting his ass kicked by low-level thugs he bets hot ladies in the netflix series yeah yeah i mean at least they reference that he used to i think okay like foggy is always like ah you always get the hottest girls i feel like and you're blind it shouldn't it's wasted on you kind of thing like that's like the joke yeah i feel like he only really he he never actually fucks karen and he i don't know if he did i don't they t- her, him and Alexa definitely had sex. Yeah, I but d- that might have been a flashback or something. No, it was in the it was in the thing. It was proper, really? wasn't it? I don't I think, know. I think it was a flashback. I don't know when he met her in that hotel, and then like, and even then, I don't think they actually fucked. Then I think that was all like a test or something. It was know. all a dream. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, this was very Netflixy. Man, I'm so sick of the priest and Catholic guilt shit that they do with matt murdoch but isn't that the whole isn't that i think that's like integral to his character isn't it but like uh do they have to have so much dialogue with the priest in a church and it's like we get it catholic guilt if you just said catholic guilt i would understand what's going on what would they just have one panel that said catholic guilt yes it just pop out catholic guilt it would have matt murdoch's face with the caption catholic guilt and then we just comic booky letters yeah we get that out of the way and And then then we get it out of the way and then we just get back to matt getting his ass kicked that's what i'm sick of i'm sick of like what uh, what (laughs) makes me want to open up a fucking superhero comic and watch him get his ass beat by just like low-level criminal thugs i'm like yeah like i just want i want a hero to be like kicking some butt you know like he has to get his ass kicked by like a big bad not just some like some regular ass yeah bad, some i agree but I, I guess that's also kind of the point maybe we just don't like daredevil man maybe maybe it's a little too gritty for me i don't know or a little too like it's not even like realistic but i mean in the sense that he could die by some low-level thugs is something that wouldn't be done that often yeah. oh yeah but then the one thing that gets revealed out of this is that he actually accidentally killed someone Right? Or do we actually think that he killed somebody, or or is it just staged? Fisk, Fisk looks suspiciously excited to hear the announcement that this person died. Right? Yeah, that's true. Because he like he like stops the guy from talking and is like, "Hey, yeah. hold on, this is my baby." I don't think that I don't think Matt actually killed the guy. I think Fisk had him killed. Okay, that would but make it's sense. Like, I mean, it's like it is ambiguous, but yeah. I could definitely see that being the case. And this is not a like this is not a. Um, original kind of you know where i feel like this is like the the captain america plot line right to discredit the daredevil you have to ruin his image kind of thing you know so yeah i could see that it's interesting but not super but chip zadarsky is a good author so like i'll i'll keep i'll stick with it yeah i guess i'm interested to see where it's going i'm just like it's just kind of boring because i've seen it all before on netflix like a month ago yeah (laughs) i guess yeah you've seen the you've seen this this is season one yeah Dan, I think we're going to fight about this one. You didn't like this, did you? 
Uh, not really. This is Marvelous X-Men Age of X-Men number one. First of all, that title. It's fine. Age of X-Men. <laughs> it's fine. Age of X-Men is the, it's not, that's not the whole, Marvelous X-Men number one is the real title. Age sure. of This is out of the Age of X-Men imprint. Whatever you gotta tell yourself. Fuck you, Dan. This is kind of a Elseworlds sort of tale of X-Men. What does that mean? Elseworlds is like an alternate dimension. So this is not existing in our... It's not canon. It's, well... Uh, it's canon parallel it's canon in as much okay so so it's go- parallel for earth number one right no spider gwen is an elseworlds tale technically it's still canon okay but it's not the same universe right it's yeah. not like earth whatever proper one yeah. we'll just say one i'm sure somebody's gonna be like it's earth 602 yeah i know dc actually does that and they do like, name the them, canon yeah. dc earth I'm pro- is like one i'm like pretty a, sure a marvel's number. marvel's the same way um god that's so, so dumb. this is a alternate universe where um mutants are the only they're the only thing that lives on earth there's no humans there's only mutants and mutants also don't it's all about isolation so like mutants don't form any kind of relationships with one another they don't to, have children right no literally to the extent where like no romance no sex none of it kids are born out of pods yep. basically and but there's some I like that part I there's that was clearly cool. something nefarious going on and you get this feeling that like whoever is talking through the the loudspeakers at them yeah. the entire time is up to some like nefarious Oh, I thought that was Magneto. I don't think it's Magneto. I think it's the Cable guy who's doing it. So Magneto leads the Marvelous X-Men in this parallel universe, and there's... So, yeah, go through the roster. Oh, the roster. Okay, so we've got Jean Grey in, like, the best um, the best costume she's been in in a while. It's like Agreed. this kind of, like, this, like, weird throwback it's kind of 50s 70s, era. 50s kind of... Yeah, it kind of reminds me of, like, Hexwives, and it opens on a cul-de-sac. It's sick, yeah. The cul-de-sac, I was thinking the same, I was thinking the exact same thing. It's sick. So it's the Jean Grey in one of her, like, best modern era costumes I've seen in a long time. Agreed. X-23 with a mohawk, Nightcrawler, who actually just kind of looks like Nightcrawler. Um, Colossus, who's missing an arm. Cable, who kind of looks like... And has G- a sick goatee. Yeah, he's got a sick goatee. Cable kind of looks like Jesus. Yeah. Magneto... So that is Cable, for sure? I don't know. I is... don't know either. Okay, so he 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 references being yeah, the right. son of Scott, Scott Summers, Summers and in, Jean, in Gray. Jean Grey, which is Cable, right? Yeah. yeah so yeah, okay. you're right. It has yep. to be Cable. It's Cable. Um, Storm, yep. who's, who looks like Storm. She's cool. Bald? Is Storm bald in... Yeah, I think she's got short... Okay. At the very least, she has short hair now. All right. And then Magneto. And then somebody named Nature Girl, who I've never seen before, but she's yeah. like just like a, a lady with dark hair. Who and, communicates with animals. And has antlers. Um, so that's the roster. Yep. It's a cool team. I dig the team. Yeah. And the, the so this okay. entire episode is kind of this like, it, it feels like a, a weird sort of intro episode to like the animated series where like you've got these heroes and you're like, yeah, cool. And they're, they're like saving Los Angeles from a fire, but then like... As they're doing it, you get this kind of weird vibe from the whole thing. At least to yeah. me, I started being like, "Hang on, there's something." Yeah, it's like showing you this like on. this like ideal thing, and like they're, they're showing the news reporting of them after they save, it, and they're like, "And once again, no yeah. fatalities." It's it's all a little too perfect. Yeah, and the entire time they're doing that, there's like these things coming over the, over the loudspeakers. Like, I'm assuming it's some kind of like pro mutant propaganda. Or they're just like you are. You are perfect. You are great. Every mm-hmm. single one of you is good, and I don't know. It's it's weird, and I'm into it. And I, I'm I'm guessing that you're not into it. I'm actually into that part of it. 
That um, was most of the issue to me, though. Because really, you, for most of the issue for me, it was like you have to running have around this. the forest and saving but you, animals. But you, but you need to have that, right? I, to Do me, you? Yeah, because like it, you're not gonna get the same effect if like. It just hits you hits you right out of the gate that there's something wrong with it, right? I guess. Like you almost need that kind of like you you start. I, for me, it was like a slow kind of. I'm like, what are they doing with it? So like what I would prefer in lieu of the forest fire saving the animals. Oh, I liked that part where they where Colossus was running out with a fucking beehive. That, that was, was like the whole thing. It was a forest fire saving the animals and the human pods. And that was yeah. It kept cutting between the two of them, right? And what's really weird to me? Okay, this is this is something that I just realized. Why are they saving people if nobody gives a fuck about any interpersonal relationships? Uh, I think it's more like, well, it seems like kind of clinical, right? So they're probably just doing it for population preservation, right? Sure. Or like, I mean. It seems like the pods are part of the established order, and you have to save the established order. Okay, sure. That's kind of what I got out of it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I don't... Uh, but, yeah, you're kind of right, like, that they seem like to... They, they're trying to save people. Like, yeah. Right, they're like, save the kids. We gotta save the kids. And they do seem to care about them, genuinely. Yeah, and save and save the people. Save the people and the kids. But then, like, there's the whole thing about, like, we yeah. cannot have any... So I think it's the team that cares about people, and it's the, like, government or overlord, whatever, yeah. that doesn't care about them. Right, because we do get that bit at the end with X-23, right? Because she has a vision of her sister, yeah. of Gabby. And it seems to be, like, a vision of Earth proper. Yeah. So maybe this isn't in Elseworlds. Maybe there's something, something oh, okay. wacky be cool. going on here. So yeah, what I would guess, and Dude, I, would I would be willing to say that I'm probably right about this, is, like, yeah, the... Overlord, the speaker person. I'd be is... willing to say it that I'm probably right. About <laughs> it's like, oh, maybe they'll turn out to be bad, and maybe the X Men will turn out to be good, and then rebel against them. No, you're probably right. What a concept! What a concept! Ten so, out of ten. Ten out of ten. Ten out of five. Easy. Two hundred percent. Why not? Why not? Wait, but I don't know. The the so here's what I would prefer. The thing that okay, hex wives was so much better <laughs> because <laughs> okay they, but this isn't the same fucking book dan it could have been no it couldn't have been because it, this is about x-men it's got like okay hex wives is all about like repression of women right this is like i'm a, not talking about thematically i'm talking about in terms of how they set things up hex wives set stuff up it was still a slow burn it's like you said in this you have to have something to get the main overarching plot like going without just like blasting you with exposition what they could have done which I would appreciate more instead uh-huh. of just like a save the animals forest fires. They could have had more exposition between the characters, characters meeting up, characters having coffee, having, having coffee, having yeah, but I feel like dialogue, that kind of thing. Okay, but like I feel like when you think of what what, what X Men is, right? It's it's a team. It's a team of people. It's not who a are... team of people who save animals from forest fires. No, they save people. That's the whole fucking thing. And then and so it to me, I don't know. I disagree with you. I hear what you're saying. And you acknowledge it, and I acknowledge it, but I disagree because I think that I think that in order to pull this off, it's it's not it is distinctly not only because it's not talking about you know, Hex Wives is definitely very gendered, right? Yeah. As opposed to X Men, which is like a team of like men and women or whatever, but it's also the X Men. It's building off of a concept of what the X Men are, which is a team that goes out and saves people. And in this case, they all I don't know. You seem to have a weird problem with them saving the forest creatures. It's just like it's so like a, cliche. That's it's the like point, saving though. the cat and that's tree. The, but that's the point. It's, it's supposed to be uh. this kind of cliche eye rolling thing because it's it's trying to evoke that like nineties 
animated TV show episode. Yeah. Right? So I, I think it was deliberate. I see why you don't like it, but I also see what they were going for, mm-hmm. and it worked for me. Right? Okay. I got it. I, I, yeah, that's, that's, I respect that opinion. I just thought it was kind of boring for that part. Okay. So I didn't. Really I'm glad we've that. landed on an agreement. Yeah, me too. But you make a good argument, honestly. Like, that does make sense. Like, the team is, you know, they're supposed to be just like, that's what they're that's what they're doing they're like i was reading this thing and i could fucking hear the x-men theme song and they're like whoa hey whoa whoa the animals are in trouble gotta go save the animals but then like in the background they're like they're like purity is love and you're just and you're like and you're like wait a minute hold up that's not like that's not how i remember that shit going you know and it's fucking weird and it's and it works i think it works purity is love oh that's wild that is wild um ratings uh you to give it like a two and a half no it wasn't that bad i still two and a half is 50 it's like it's it's middling it's yeah average. i guess but like in reality if you give something in two and a half you're shitting on it sucks two and yeah. a half I've worst been... thing i've ever read yeah. two and a half the, out of five i blame the american education system blame for... video game reviews well actually you can probably blame the american education yeah because like anything below 70 percent like, is yeah it's like 75 is average yeah and like shouldn't 50 percent be average because half exact, of the fucking I'm it's, a, it's a goddamn bell curve that's why things get fucked up and people think that anything below like a 70 is like a piece of shit yeah but give me I, Betsy DeVos on the line. I got some shit to say to her. Well, I do actually have some shit to say. I will actually give it a three because I like the overarching themes. Okay. Themes. I just didn't like okay. the actual content of that. Like what what actually happened? I didn't like that. I liked all the rest of it. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, I give it a three and a half, maybe a four. Really? Actually, I'm gonna give it a four. I liked it. I fucking yeah. I was reading it. And I was like, I dig. No, this, I man. thought three and a half was low based on how hard. Oh you were yeah, defending four, it. four four is how hard I'm standing. I stand. Yeah. I stand that book. Yeah. You know what standing is? No, it's a Twitter thing. I've heard of it. Yeah, it's like where you like. Um, I don't know who Stan is and why he deserves to get this kind of a bad rap, but I think it's like when you like blindly defend something and you love it. Oh, okay. Yeah, like it's kind of like I ship that. You know, shipping is no. Holy fuck! Well, okay, pull it. Jared is internet, too deep on Twitter. In, internet culture with Danny Mac and Jared Moore. Shipping is. I'm when, actually pretty up on internet culture. How do you? Okay, but shipping's an old term, man. It's like when you ship something. It's like when you like. I don't know what ship is short for, but when you like think two characters are romantically involved, even though they're not. Ex- explicitly stated like they're romantically involved in the TV. Okay, show. man. So I like, do not so think like, so that's like, a common people term. ship Sephiroth and Cloud. Oh yeah, okay. From Final Fantasy VII, yeah. people yeah. ship. Um, what's his name? Squall from Final yeah. Fantasy VIII, VIII. and um, Cipher. People ship that hard. So saying people ship that hard, it's like people wish that they had a relationship, or they like like will write fanfics about it. And okay, it. they ship it. You know now it's saying? not surprising that you know that term. What? Because it has to do with fan fiction and what are you exactly trying to say sir <laughs> next up so that's that's it for the major publishers this week and we're gonna move into minor publishers and that's not a dig it's not a dig you're just a little sounds like a dig you're just a littler publisher image yeah. is not that little but that's we, true image is pretty big image is pretty big we have die number three written by kieran gillen with art by stephanie hans they cater to a more mature audience who has left the superhero bullshit behind i don't want to i don't want to read about superheroes i want to read about D&D I want to books. read about Dungeons and Dragons and Jumanji and Jumanji. The, the basic <laughs> this gi- has all of that. The, the basic gist of Die Number Three is we have six teenagers in the nineties 
were sucked into their Dungeons and Dragon game. They yep. disappeared for months on end. Five of them came back. And now, mysteriously, they're in their 40s. Surprise, their life sucks because they're old. Obviously. Unlike us, we're young. We're young. We're young. Our we lives are still good. Yet. We don't have it. We're not divorced. Yeah. But then they get sucked back into the game. And one of their friends has by been the, By the one who there. was trapped, right? Because six yeah. got sucked in, five came back. Yep. And the the sixth who was left behind pulled them back into the game. And, and has they're been all living like, there for the last decade. And he's unsurprisingly kind of fucked up. Yeah. As he would be in a D&D campaign for ten years. Yeah. Without a real dungeon master. Uh, this is a weird book, because the first two issues were kind of set up. The first issue was you learning all of the char- like the yep. people who played the characters' lives yep. and re- seeing why they're so shitty. Yeah. The second issue was you kind of like learning their D&D characters. Yeah. And the third, I really feel, is like where they're trying to move the plot. Yeah. I would and agree with that. It's this bizarre thing where they decide to go go to World War One in the yeah. third issue with like that was trench with trench goblins. warfare, trench warfare with goblins and elves and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. This is a fucking weird ass book, dude. I did not like it. You didn't? Okay, tell me why you didn't like it. So first of all, you it have did a... not. Uh, so I read issue two right before this. Okay, and it had no explanation as to really why. It said they were going into like the uh, war some field. war z- field. They or did something. explain it, but I feel like. I'm actually confused because, like, I feel like if we would have read book number two a month ago and yeah. read it now, that your reaction is justifiable. But we literally read it five minutes before. Yeah, but no, I you read that. You I should have remembered. No, I. So I remember that they were going to, to the warfield. The warfield, but then it just shows up in the warfield and it focuses on one person. Everyone else is like separated, and then this woman has to just follow like goblins dying and shit she's the main character right she's the what do they call her the dictator her character her character i think that's a super fucked up character she literally controls the emotions of her party members so like there's a guy who can only wield a blade when he is extremely sad and so in the previous issue, she like is like, "Hey, you're a failure as a father. Your kids are gonna leave you." And he just like, yeah, fucking just feels all that shit. And he's like, "I draw my blade." Then I guess. And then this yeah. one, she watches some like poor goblin guy die in like 1914, <laughs> and, and like and is With like no eyes, and is like, "I actually don't even need to make you sad. I'm just gonna." tell you what happened to these people yeah and you're gonna get so sad that you slay the dragon i don't know i like i i get why you don't like it i really do i i dig it and it like it's such a fucking weird it's a it's it's unlike anything i've ever read i don't also really hate the trope of oh we're stuck inside the campaign which we use for entertainment in the real world but now in the fictional world we're enslaved by it how many but like how many times do you get so many has that happened man so many has digimon yeah fucking the dungeons and dragons okay but digimon 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 was like the 90s sword art online i haven't seen that jumanji it's just like god it's jumanji was the 90s i guess they made that remake but i didn't see it this feels like okay this feels like to me it's like ready player one to a lesser extent didn't, didn't see it it's just like, uh, it's just, I, I feel like they're, and it's, this is a nostalgia piece for fucking people who were like in their early twenties in the nineties, I think. 
Because like really? you, yeah, because it's like all about like them going back to their D, or maybe in like sixteen in the nineties, like the late eighties. This to me, this feels very much born out of like the same cloth that like Stranger Things is born out of. It's like a kind of reverence for the late eighties, maybe the early nineties, and like you remember being a sixteen-year-old in the nineties and playing D and D, Pepperidge Farmer, playing D and D campaigns where you're in World War One trenches with a bunch of fucking goblins missing their eyes. Well, that's the modern part of it, right? <laughs> But it's like it's like these are all these are all people that are literally in their forties going back to a time when they were sixteen. I don't know. I, I, it's kind of interesting. There's not much that's very like whimsical about it, though. It's like if you were like if you were going for that angle and you were like a forty year old person going back to like everything. I've you never enjoyed. been forty years old, so I wouldn't. Uh, know. I, yeah, but you. So try to imagine that. Use a little can't, empathy. Can't. I'm. I. I am without empathy. I'm an American. <laughs> And like, but it, it's, so if you were going for that, I feel like some of this would be more fun. And it seems like everyone is just shitting themselves in terror and having a terrible time of playing D&D with their friends in World War One Goblin War. Okay, but if you literally got sucked into, into Dungeons and Dragons with your friends, wouldn't that suck? Yeah, but that wouldn't be nostalgia, which is what you're saying it is. No, but it is, though. It's not, it's not nostalgia. It's, it's like, it's like pulling, it's like tugging at some heart strings and be like, Hey, what happens if you got, I don't fucking, never, you know what, Dan? (laughs) Who hasn't thought of what they, like, what if you got sucked into a world when you were 16 and had to watch a bunch of goblins die? I like, nostalgia. I like this. I like this book. I like this book because the main character is a bitch, but she's actually not super a bitch because she like feels bad for the NPCs and fuck you, Dan, for not liking this piece of quality content. (laughs) this is good maybe you should just want some more superhero schlock it's just the whole getting sucked into a world thing is do you like the art lazy in my opinion and you could do some cool stuff with it do you like the art uh yeah it's not bad that's pretty good stephanie hans is is a pretty good artist yeah kieran gillen he's a he's a good he's a good writer man if you say so uh you ever read um no how about (laughs) I don't think I've ever read anything that he's written. He so. wrote um, "Wicked and Divine," which you probably also would hate. It's like a it's like a real cerebral comic book series that's like almost done right now, and it's about every hundred years. Oh, you're gonna fucking hate this. I just oh, I I'm so wait. excited. Every one hundred years, gods are reincarnated as pop stars. Okay, and yeah, f- that and sounds bad. and five years after this happened, this mega event happens, they're all dead. Okay. And so Wicked and the Wicked and the Divine is this Yeah, it's like a collection. It's a comic book series about that happening in modern times and it keeps flashing back to like other times and slowly all these gods are are dying during it. It's Does like, it use like real people in it? Like, no, no, no. It's not Odin like fucking Justin reincarnated It's not Bieber. like Justin Bieber or yeah. anything like that. No, it but it is like sort of reminiscent of today's like pop yeah things like one of them's a movie star one of them's a pop singer they're celebrities they become celebrities and they become this like really weird like they get they get followers that are so obsessed with them okay it's like take modern fandom and just stretch it out a million times they would literally kill each other for these gods that they decide to worship and it's it's wacky and it's wild but it's kind of i mean that doesn't sound like that bad to me honestly the thing i hate about this is just mostly you just hate narrative that we're, we're trapped in the game. Yeah, like that's honestly the main thing, and because it's like okay, we have to go from point A to point B to uh, yeah, point A to point B. We have to point convince point B to point B, B. <laughs> and we have to convince person X 
to come back with us. That's the whole thing. That could be done in one issue. And then instead, they're just prolonging yep. it. I appreciate okay. bringing you to World I'm War gonna, One with goblins. I'm going to fucking fight you on this because I think part of the cool shit about a, a Dungeons and Dragons campaign is like everyone's so proud of their character that they made, right? So, like, they dedicated the first issue to who these people are in the real world, quote unquote. Yeah. And then the second issue, they dedicated like several pages to like introducing each D and D character, which I thought was dope. Uh huh. It's sick. And fuck you. I mean, that's that five part. out of five, <laughs> five, five, five Danny Max out of five Danny Max. That part doesn't bother me. It's just like the boring stuff me. in between that bothers You're me. You're boring. What it would just rate it. Just give it a one. Uh, you shitter. 2.5. Yikes! You just got done saying that two point five is like, it's like the worst. I know it's like the worst comic. So you're yeah. doing this on purpose, man. It would be. I'm trying to think. I think the only other thing I've rated below this is the wedding issue. Of, Dude, we gave the wedding X-Men. issue. Oh no! I think you we we rated also, the wedding issue of Batman. Both like, wedding issues. We yeah. gave them. The wedding issue from X Men was at least kind of funny, right? There was something. There was like good oh, shit. No. Really? There was some I, good I mean, shit I know you thought so, but I really hated all you that did? shit. It was oh, just man. like, I can't remember. Oh, this, this is time. witty reference to this event, and this is witty reference to this. But at event. least there was some joy there. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. maybe you, you, but you're not an X Men fan. I thought you know that was I mean? just like soulless callbacks. Like, like member, member when? Do you remember Pepperidge Farm members? Remember but Barry? at least there was some like happiness to it. Ugh. But I unlike unlike the Batman wedding issue, which was just a slog. Yeah, that was that a slog. Was, but that was some. Don't bad you remember shit. the art though in the Batman wedding issue? It was so good. Yeah, because they had the guest. But then they fucking like they, yeah yeah yeah. But then they put fucking walls of shitty text all over. Oh no, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Terrible. But also, are you with me on this, Dan? Uh, are you with me? Uh, Archie? Archie, number 702, written by Nick Spencer with art sadly too short, only pages one through oh. four by, Mar- by Marguerite Sauvage. She's so good. Uh, Sandy Yarl does the rest. sucked. Sandy Yarl does the rest. She's she's pretty good. I, I'm not going to like shit on her. There's some panels that are really bad, though. Yeah. And then colors by Matt Herms for um, everything that wasn't colored and drawn by margaret it's Sauvage. probably not her fault because it was probably very rushed i guarantee you that's what happened yeah that they were that for they, sandy because yeah, someone's gonna like look at this shit and be like oh sandy can't draw legs because there's a yeah, really bad leg panel <laughs> yeah it's it, it it just reeks of being rushed and this is probably because of some publication schedule margaret yeah. Savage probably well and i'm sure their, like mainline comic and this is only the, the second third, issue the third issue of the reboot because you yeah, had 700 right. 701 and 702 yeah i just guarantee you that there was something that happened you know artists really do get the shit under the stick yeah and monthly singles like holy yeah fuck and like all of this is so detailed yes. and beautiful and she does the colors she does the too. colors on it too so and this book is four dollars yeah so yeah how does she get no idea how do, no idea how do they get paid i do not understand so this is an archie uh i want to say i don't want to say a reboot of archie because it's all taking place in like the same yeah I don't fucking okay. I'm rebranding, I guess. I'm not, I'm, but they're keeping know. the legacy numbering, right? So yeah, they got right. 702. Um, but yeah, it's a new. Uh, it's a new creative team. Yeah, new creative team. Uh, Nick Spencer and Marguerite Sauvage, and they're trying to make it seem like a soft reboot. Yeah, because everyone. So every the story of this is everyone went away for summer break, and now they're back in Riverdale 
but everyone's got some secrets. Somebody... And no one ages, correct? They always stay in high school forever. Yeah, but this is, I think, cannot, I think they said that this is their senior year. Okay. That they're coming back for their senior year of high school. Okay. But, I mean, I'm sure that they're yeah. not going to ever like, leave milk high that school. milk for like 300 Yeah, issues. they're not ever going to leave high school. Oh my God, if they did, that would be a disaster. Yeah, it's like when Buffy left high school, right? Didn't we talk about this on the last yeah, podcast? Yeah, we did. We yeah. did. So we won't, we won't retread that. Well, I think it was like, it wasn't one that was aired, so if you want to. No, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. There's some things are best left untalked about, right? Yeah. Um, so everyone has secrets. Betty is... I don't actually know. Betty didn't do anything. Veronica is, like, doing some, like, weird business What's she deals. Doing? Oh, right? yeah. Right? Veronica was doing some weird business deals. I forgot about that. Uh, Jughead is now, like, a wanted person in, like, a disappearance with foul play suspected, <laughs> which is a bit wild. They're channeling yeah. their Riverdale shit there. And yeah, Archie is dating Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yep. I dig this. I know there's no surprise there, but... Um, yeah, I liked it, too. This one was a really kind of funny one where Betty and Veronica are trying to figure out who Archie is dating. Yeah. So they go and they scout out some people. But it's not because they're jealous. It's not because they're jealous. It's they just they care. care. Yeah, that's pretty, that was funny. That's a yeah, funny... that was funny. That's that was a funny, funny panel. I also like it when they find that girl who's making out with a nerd. What's yeah. his name? His, uh, it starts with Dilton. Dilton. <laughs> she's making out with Dilton, and God. she's she's breaking up with her like football player boyfriend for Dilton because he's a good kisser. Yeah, but what then, a '90s like <laughs> name to have. Dilton. It's yeah. like how it's almost like a '50s name for like a stereotypical nerd. Dude. Oh, what was the guy? Oh, the dude in Boy Meets World. His name was like Minkus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I like do a... I do like the panel where they're like, "We thought you were seeing Archie," and she's like, "Wait." Archie single. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't and know. Like, well, shit. I don't know what it is about this freckled mook, but everyone, every like hot lady in Riverdale seems to want him. I just don't yeah. understand. I think, I mean, it is a comic book. It is like, is that, is that the thing? Is that Archie is inexplicably hot? I mean, isn't that like the thing for like every major comic book protagonist is like, he's super hot and all the ladies want him. But yeah, but he's like, like fantasy he, I feel like he's like not hot in like a tradition. He's like a ginger. Yeah. And he's got, like, a 90s haircut, but yeah. also this, like, sort of, I don't know. He's it's got like a little shave of, on the pretty, side, right? It's a little hip. Uh, no, dude. You can't, no hip. one can pull off that hairstyle. With, like, the, the like. The center part? The center part, yeah. He's That's got like a, a center part. David Duchovny no and X-Files center part yeah. going on. He's got a Sean Hunter from Boy Meets World center part. And the bad no boy. One, yeah, the bad boy that everyone. No one can do that shit anymore. But Archie's not a bad boy. He's a good boy. He's, he's a, a sweet boy. He's, boy. he's on the right? football team. Yeah. But he's still got the center part. There's some funny parts in this, like, um, really good comedic timing, I think, with a panel layout. Like, um, yeah. Betty and Veronica trying to figure out who the girl is. Sabrina is walking past them getting picked yeah. up yeah, that from, was clever. From, from the bar. And they're like, it's only one person who that could, it could be? possibly be. Who could be? It's Midge. And, like, Sabrina's, like, literally walking what and facing name, you. What a fucking name, Midge. Midge. You know, I love the names in this, honestly. Well, it's because they're, they're literally lifted out of the 50s. Man. Yeah. This thing's been... That's why I like it. And, yeah, when they're going over... Uh, Archie's ex-girlfriends. Yeah. I'll, There's I'll an Ethel in there. Please try and find Ethel Muggs. Ethel Muggs. And she's got like a high pony and a bow in her hair. Yep. She's dressed and like a bangs. Puritan. Yep. Ginger Lopez. You could tell she was like a bad girl from the 80s. And Amisha Mehta. And then Cricket Odell, who I don't really, I don't understand Cricket Odell. Ah, this is a good comic. I thought it was really fun. So what's going on with Josie and the Pussycats? Why are they in this? What is happening with this? I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know. I don't know anything about Archie continuity. I just... Me I'm, neither. I'm pulling this because... Okay, so this is the author who does who does Spider-Man out of the two amazing Spider-Man. The Ryan Otley one. Nick Spencer, right? Yeah, Nick yeah. Spencer. Uh, this is his, 
my favorite writing of his so far. Yeah, it's good. And honestly, I really like... Save last issue, I like all of his writing in Amazing Spider-Man also. Okay, he he does really good, like, interpersonal kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, like yeah. this. Yeah. Like, the, all of what this like comic a, it's is. Like a, it's like a guilty pleasure soap opera shit yeah. for me. I don't know. I dig it. I'm but like, it's like, it's not too soapy to enjoy, because I hate soap operas, but I yeah. really like a lot of the dialogue in this. It's yeah. pretty smart and funny. A little clever. Yeah. What's weird, though, is that Archie Comics is normally, they will delay they will delay a book for for the art. But That's what I've always time. respected, but they didn't do it this time. And I just wonder if flagship. it was... I, I just wonder if, if something happened, you know what I mean? Where they were just like, she mm. was like, I can't meet this. I, yeah. I'm sorry. Even if you were to kick it back three weeks, I can't do it. Yeah. Sort of thing. So well, hopefully she'll be back on the next issue. We'll do see. we know if she's doing anything like regularly at the moment? Marguerite Sauvage? Yeah. This is the only one that I know of that she's okay. doing. Okay. Yeah. Because I... Yeah. With uh, uh, what was it? Vampironica? Yeah, that one issue. Yeah. yeah, that one they delayed a lot. Except they also kind of did the same thing where yeah. they like yeah bait and switch authors, but they didn't bait and switch because he's going to be back on the next one. I'm pretty sure, but it's been months since Vaporonica came yeah. out, so I'm sure that's what I mean. They give they give these artists room to breathe a little bit, and I respect yeah. that. Um, but it's just probably tough, but something because that's so often yeah the and, flagship like, the panels it's... are gorgeous. Like God, I can't imagine the amount of time it takes yeah. to actually make one of those as like a super high-end illustrator right it's, it's wild comic books are a blow-up man yeah i i i wish like i they, they need to find some other way to compensate these people because like it's yeah. like four dollars for one issue and it's like yeah. the most beautiful yeah. drawn art yeah it's they, and like the, really the, stunning the expectations and the standards like when we when we talk a little bit in the in, in, after we come back from the break about like the 90s comic books that we read mm-hmm. for this week's bargain bin like Think of the stand. Yeah. Even even the worst drawn books that we get these days yeah. are so much better than they were. Yeah, it's, it's insane. fucking crazy. But like, yeah, and, and it's not even like in the '90s stuff. I feel like you have to draw things, but in like modern with like yeah, all the shit that Marguerite Sauvage illustrates is like not only are all the characters perfect. But the color scheme is perfect. Yeah. The background is perfect. All of the framing in the background is perfect. It's like, it's ridiculous. Each panel is like a fucking masterpiece. Yeah. When you look at it. It's bonkers. There's so much like thought and creativity that goes into everyone. Even even the simple one, I was thinking of Jughead in the um, interrogation room. Uh Where he's sitting there kicked back, his legs kind of up, and there's even like a little spinny doodle above him. That's almost to say that he's being kind of flip. Yeah. It's just, it's just so evocative and so perfect. And it's just a shame that like, you can't get these comics for these low prices and mm-hmm. also get this awesome art. It's just yeah, it's true. It's the way it is, man. It's the way it is. Shall uh, we take a break? We're gonna take a break. Come back, talk about some mama's comics. Uh, <laughs> what's up with next week? And then we're gonna roll the outro. So right. hope you guys are all super excited. Cool. That. cool. We'll be right back. Uh, once I click on this thing, and we're back. And we're back. We're back. Um, to talk about some mama's comics. No Not- bark quite bargain bins which is our usual segment usual fare so usually every wednesday i have been very bad about getting comics on wednesday That's oh is that why yeah okay. because i'm not paying 50 cents even nah. 50 cents for that shit you it's know too what much. i mean it's too a, bu- much. a buck 50 sir for three for something that's gonna waste some my time yeah <laughs> No, thank you. No. Um, so my mom gave me a big old... Maybe we'll make this a semi-regular thing. I don't yeah. know. I my mean, mom, we've got a, such a giant 
box of that shit. I have there. multiple. I, I and you don't know there's a gig, there's another bin in okay. the in the fucking yeah um, yeah our little closet. I call it. I'm not gonna say what I call it. Okay. It's, I call it the Anne Frank closet. Is that bad? Um, it might be. I don't know. I I don't really understand. It's not really why an Anne Frank closet because wasn't she in the attic? Didn't she hide in the attic? Yes. Yeah. So it's just like a little hidey hole that's underneath my stairs. Oh, I see. I guess it's like it's more the Harry Potter closet, right? Because he yeah. lived underneath the stairs. I'll call it the Harry Potter closet, not the Anne Frank. Crafting closet. miniature equine aficionados. Indeed. Um. But yeah, there's a whole other bin of them. Um. But yeah, my mom gave me yeah, like this was some good shit. This is like I feel like this is why we started pulling bargain bins yeah. it's like all the weird my mom my mom collected comics throughout the 90s i i remember being a little kid and walking down monroe street you know um by the camp randall stadium that yeah. pathway mm-hmm. i have vivid memories of that cannon you know the cannon that's there being the biggest cannon in the entire world and that arch the big um stone arch yeah being the fucking just like yeah. world endingly huge and then yeah. when i worked downtown i was like Oh, it's no, not, just I'm there. actually taller than this cannon. <laughs> uh, and so I don't we, even remember the cannon. Yeah, there's a cannon there. Um, okay. And we used to walk there because uh, she worked in the psychology building. My mom worked for um, Dr. Richard Davidson. Shout out. Uh, yeah, he's. I mean, I don't need to shout him out. He's been on the cover of Time Magazine. Oh, so, shit, really? He, yeah, he's like a huge dude. Um, he researches like Buddhist monks and happiness. Oh. And they're like their like happiness center is like way higher than anyone else's on the planet. Basically, he's like interviewed the Dalai Lama like million like hundreds of times. That's he's, pretty he's, cool. He's a nutty. He's a nutter butter. Um. Anyway, my mom uh pulled all these comic books in the '90s, and now she gave them to me to sell and sift through. So that's kind of what we're doing. Yeah. Um, with this, we read three. It's just actually terrible comics. They were very rapey. Yeah, a lot of rapey comics, but it was the 90s. We have the Uncanny X-Men 274. We've got Superboy, number one. And what is... Action comics? Uh, No, No. DC, uh, Night's End, Part 8, Batman, Shadow of the Bat. Wild Wild Nights, Wild Wild City, City. Alan Grant, Brett Brett Blevins. Blevins. That's some wild shit. Yeah. Wild Nights, Wild City, Wild Shit. Yeah, okay, so Nights End Part 8, this is a reboot, right? Because it says number 30 right there. Yeah. So this, is, this must be Batman proper? Um, I can't imagine this is Nights End number 30, right? I don't know, it might be. Maybe. Um. I, I mean, I can't... I mean, they would have said Batman somewhere on that if it was. But anyway, we get some vintage Catwoman outfit, which is pretty great. Yes, that is the best part of that this. That is the only good part of this. It's such a good costume. I don't know why they ever yeah, got away. Really good. Why they ever got away from it. I mean, I guess it's a little dated, but it's still so fucking Well, weird. I think so I think it went through a time of being actually dated and now it's like retro cool again. Yeah, probably. It's like a lot of costumes, so I mean it's like but yeah, it, yeah, it does look really cool. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's just a good like costume. it's slick. It's like I guess it's like maybe it's a little spandexy, but I just like the whole it's simple, right? I mean it's her like, new costumes are spandexy too. Yeah, they're all spandexy. It's like purple and then she's got like black like gloves and boots. It's, it's, yeah. I guess it is simple. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, but I don't know. 
Yeah, there's some, some... And everyone else has, like, giant glowy yellows. Just, like, 90s robot, yellow. 90s robot blue Ugh. and yellow shit. Ugh, Why so is that such an iconic color of the 90s? Like, the everything was in... Yeah, I think X-Men you're right. X-Men was the, was the blue and yellow. So but, like, DC. Nightwing is in, like, some shiny yellow, just gross blue, shit. Yeah, and, like, the antagonist, which is also, like, someone pretending to be Batman or trying to assume the thing of Batman. I, I don't know. I think in the 90s, um, DC was going through like a really rough patch with their comics and like it really fucking it's like they quite, were all depressed it's like an identity crisis yeah. and like they, they weren't getting like it's, it's undisputed the x-men killed it in the 90s right when it comes to comic right. book sales and so dc was kind of like how do we get these fucking kids to but then they they actually nailed it in their um right wasn't the animated series the batman animated series yeah. in the 90s so they, yeah. they they found a way they just couldn't they get it they couldn't get that into and their superman comic the animated series was really good too yeah but... not much to say about batman dark knight <laughs> wild Nights, wild nights <laughs> wet dream yeah this was by far the least interesting of the three also probably the best art probably the, the best art of i the actually three. really enjoyed it i mean some of the costumes are hideous but like yeah when they're not drawing the 90s the it's 90s like, transformer this dude looks like spawn basically yeah. when they're not doing that they're doing a pretty good job of like yeah. character animations and it's just like stuff. there's just the outfits i think just the except for the catwoman outfit so bad yeah. the catwoman character design is great but like everything else is just shiny 90s yellow look at all those abs the worst way like there's no there's no Ugh. muscle it's like there's muscles around the rib cage that don't even exist it's like you don't have any muscle in the torso it's just all in the shoulders yep it's just the giant fucking shoulders and he's got like three quads oh my god That's yeah wild. i was i was thinking and i don't know i still don't even know who the villain was it may have been i'm gonna drop some batman uh, knowledge on you but please do maybe asriel which is like a batman it was going to be like a pseudo replacement of batman for a time he wanted to be batman he keeps wanting the mantle of batman it's weird uh, why would anyone want to be depressed uh, yeah well i think he's already depressed so he's like well i'm well i guess depressed. i'm already I depressed as well might as well be batman, batman too. Yeah. yeah okay moving on uh, speaking of being depressed we have superboy number one i was <laughs> depressed segue. i was depressed flipping through this i didn't read a fucking word of it i read probably most of it and it was wow it was it was something man there was like so superboy again leather clad same leather yes, clad this is jacket. the con- that's yeah. what we were saying this yep. is like this is the Superboy that just appeared in Young Justice number yeah. two, right? I think so. Though this one takes place in a parallel universe. Yeah, and Wonder Woman dies. Wonder Woman dies, that. Flash dies, and like uh, I think Wonder Woman also gets like kind of rapey kissed at one by point. Superboy. By Superboy, and then dies, and then dies. Classic nineties. Yeah, he's yeah. like, "Hi, you're a sex object. Uh, we're done with you. Goodbye. Goodbye. You're dead now." <laughs> yeah, and yeah, honestly, I was a little impressed with the paneling in this just because it showed literally how repulsed she was by him forcibly making out with her yeah she he like kisses her teeth it's really yeah weird. he kisses her teeth and she like looks back at him like wow this is really not okay and i'm like i understand your plight yep yeah not a whole lot else happens in this we've got what is it, the metalol Metal. <laughs> There's Metalex. Metalex. So it's Metallo and Lex Luthor mixed together for some reason to be one person thing. For yeah. A lot. One thing that I will. What the fuck? I don't know, man. Uh, okay. Is that She Hulk? 
She-Hulk is this is DC. I know, my that's dude. what I'm saying. Is it, I was like, is that Gamora? Oh no, Gamora's Marvel. Is this She-Hulk? Oh no. <laughs> All the green female characters are Marvel, Marvel I guess. Yeah, the green the sexy of, green yeah. ladies, even Jennifer Walters. Hulk is warmest. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Um one thing that I will bring up about this is we were flipping through there's some Hal Jordan uh Green Lantern yeah. segments. And it's it was so unintentionally reminiscent yeah. of the Green Lantern that we talked about earlier. We were like, just like super gritty. Just like, we were pointing at it, and we're like, hey, this is like the Grant Morrison comic. <laughs> it looks exactly like it. Like cheesy poses, like fist towards you with the with the yep. ring out. Yep. It, it's like that's what we were trying to capture. It really Some does look like this. Like shit. This is a little bit more gritty than that. I feel like it, there's a lot of teeth. Yeah, a, whole, a, lot a lot of grimacing, of grinning a lot teeth. of yeah. grimacing. It's weird. It's very weird. Uh, weird and unpleasant. Um, I don't like the pang, also, dang, tang. Oh, one other, yeah. Onomatopoeias. One other thing weird. we have to mention, Shrang. though. Not only is Superboy in his vintage leather jacket, Because that's what kids are wearing. outfit, literally every other superhero in this also has a dark leather jacket punk outfit it's like superman wonder woman oh my god and yeah the best part was so superman's wearing this like badass leather jacket but he's just got his normal superman outfit underneath yeah. it so it's just a, like bright colored superman spandex and then I just decided to put on a leather jacket i did like that like clark kent superman has been given on one earring that's like the most oh, yeah. he's got like the fucking <laughs> yeah. single loop that's yep. the most 90s shit he's not even like the bad boy super no man he's yeah. not super boy he's he's just your regular superman he's yep. got he's got one earring now. yep trash okay moving on to uncanny x-men number 274 we pulled this only because of the god-awful cover Oof. um lots of loincloths um <laughs> rogues butt and then, who is that supposed to be? I don't know who that is. I it was trying like to figure Conan that out, Conan the too. Barbarian. This yeah. is some more 90s shit. Um, God, look at how bad the Yeah. The like, this is, like, before... Is. I don't even know. But it's... Yeah, it's it's just more paper. I don't even know how to describe it. Does Rogue even say Shug in this whole fucking thing? I don't think she does. No, I don't think she does. What the fuck? She does almost fuck Magneto, though. I mean, okay. And that is understandable given the situation right yeah. because everyone is sexy even magneto is an yeah. old man and he's ripped he's always like that though i never yeah. understood that they're like, all they're all sexy and they're all in very little clothes yeah. i feel like that Literally, would just yeah. happen everyone wears a loincloth in this yeah. even magneto he has his armor assembled on him most of the time because you know he has control over that shit but yeah. then in his like private quarters when he almost fucks rogue he's also in a loincloth it's like dude like you have an option. You have an option. Isn't okay. Isn't Magneto like Rogue's dad or something or Grandpa? Oh, is that I hope right? Not. Is that I don't right? Think so? No. No. I don't think so. I don't know. I hope not. Otherwise, I mean, they almost fucked. So I hope so. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, man. It's the '90s. It's the yeah. Wild West. But uh, like, okay, so at least Rogue <laughs> and this other dude had a reason for their loincloths. Magneto, he he's been wearing chose. the armor the whole. He's been yeah. wearing armor the whole time. Yeah, he and just when he chose. takes it off, what's there but another loincloth? I mean, if you're not rocking loincloths underneath your spandex armor, I don't know what you're doing. Man, I guess in the time of like in the '90s, when you're in a parallel savage jungle universe, I guess that's just what you do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's like wearing boxers. I'm a boxer briefs kind of man, but some people yeah. like the freedom, you know? 
Yeah. And what is more freeing than literally a flap of cloth then, uh, draped over your junk? Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 I agree. Danny Mac, we're cl- we're coming to a close on another episode, but before we really wrap up, we should talk about what we're excited about that's coming up next week. We sure should. I don't remember any of them. Me neither. We've got uh oh Wonder Marvel. Woman. Okay, let's start let's start with DC because I can think of I got one. Wonder Twins number yes, one, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Wonder yes, Twins. Yes, yes. yes. Wonder Twins and Wonder Woman. That's a great week for Wonders. Yeah. Uh, I think we've got some other in the DC universe, though. Supergirl. Uh, yes. The last issue of Supergirl wasn't super great, but hey, no, I'm hoping that they can... super great. Hey, <laughs> I'm hoping they can turn it around. Uh, yeah, me too. And there was something else, right? There was Detective Comics. Where do We don't pull that. No, we don't. I can't um, think of anything else. Yeah, me neither. Marvel. We've got Age of X-Men New Class. Yeah, right? which had a very... No, I don't think it's New Class. I think it's just like Age of X-Men... I thought it was New Class. It doesn't matter. It's like it's like another one-shot another in this weird X-Men alternate universe thing that we talked which about today. Which is probably pretty 1984-y yeah, from and, the first issue. I dig it. Guessing. Dan hates it, so you're going to have to suffer through it next week. I think it's going to be fine. I just... I hate number ones, man. You know it. I know it, and I know it. I remember. Yeah. So I think I think I think it'll be good. At least yeah. I hope it'll be good. Uh, we've got a we- a new weekly Avengers comic. We might pull the number one if I can somehow get that Adam Hughes variant. Oh I yeah. I won't be able to. But also, if you don't, it's not a loss because it's probably gonna suck. Yeah. Image. Blackbird. Right. Yeah. I like Blackbird. You don't. No, I, th- I think it's, it's okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, so some good comics coming out next week. We'll I'm, I think happens. we're most excited for Wonder Twins. Yes, I 100%. cannot believe that they're fucking making a Wonder Twins comic. Brian Michael Bendis is making yeah. a goddamn Wonder Twins comic, and like that whole uh, the orgy, the teaser uh, yeah, with the so, orgy that they were talking about in the last. What is one. he? Sometimes it was, it's like a sunny day, and everyone <laughs> just starts fucking, and they yeah. turn into like men, like men turn into they, women, and women turn into. They're men like in a classroom, just, and they're like, "Oh, tell uh, us about, tell us about a memory of your childhood, or something like that." I don't know. No, it's some yeah. like you know non like non share, share something share about, something yeah. about yourself for the new class and they're like well on our home planet people used to fuck every spring and there everyone would since they're wonder twins they can turn into anything and they're like everyone would turn into all manner of man woman and beast and exchange fluids the entire day and like the and kids like, are like <laughs> like sweating <laughs> like, so good uh yeah i'm excited for that yeah it should be really good i was like just kind of excited for it just because of what it is before yeah. but once that you saw... teaser actually really sold me and now i yep. actually think it'll be very good and i mean bendis has been just handling yeah. his fucking shit Dude, i mean I he's know been you, so good i know you didn't like matt steel i liked it from the get-go and your your actually your opinion on it is not unpopular most people didn't like yeah. the man of steel they were i'm like, with the majority jero yeah. you're I'm, the only person in i'm the, US the minority who likes, <laughs> you're the only person who likes rogozar rogozar is the best new villain to come <laughs> Out of the best such a smart villain such a smart <laughs> sexy hot villain i like his different colored eyes i like the fact that he has no nose i like that he has no nose i like that he didn't say anything for the first two issues yep. and then he just has very generic lines i'm a very big fan of generic i like lines. the fact that he retcons like probably 50 years of superman history and and then also destroyed candor yeah and then also that yeah Bendis! <laughs> all right guys uh thank you so much for checking this out this has been craft comics uh number two 
Danny Mac, do you want to say a piece? Uh, no, I just want to know if you're going to say have a great week again. I'm just going to say have a great day. <laughs> have a great day. This has been Craft Comics. Uh, Dan McHugh and Jarrett Moore signing off. Uh, we would just want all of you guys to just, you know, have a great day. <laughs> he Perfect. loves it. I love it. He loves it. New trick. Oh.